in uh, addition to Vice Grip Garage, Vice Grip Lounge. We are live. Which is a, a little more relaxed and really doesn't cover the normal oh, stuff. Emailers want to know what channel is that show on? Motor Trend. Motor Trend, right. Yeah, yeah, and the TV show call, is called... Um, Something roadworthy res- rescues. Yeah, roadworthy rescues. Got it. Okay. And or the YouTube roadworthy restorations. No rescues. Ro- roadworthy and, rescues. And the uh, the YouTube channel is Vice Grip Garage okay. and Vice Grip Lounge. Gotcha. All right, I'll make a note of that because there's a couple of people that had emailed. You that would I- think the guy has heard of us if he was a Minnesotan. Yeah, that's what I'm hoping our well, I'll in, email him our, today. Our in will be. Roadworthy rescues. Rescues. Oh my god! <laughs> you guys want to know how I spelled worthy? Yeah. <laughs> Wowzers. Kenny, I've got great examples of bias for you today. Okay. Bias. Uh, there was something I needed to ask you guys. What the hell was it? I'm wor- worried his email isn't even correct. Oh, are you, you're not working Friday? No, someone else will take her. I'll pick her up, haul her ass home. Because <laughs> you're a care, I'm a caretaker. Put a put a uh, chair by the stove and say, just tell me what to do. So don't send it from your personal account, though. Send it from your, uh, your, yeah, your garage logic account. You got a color set at home? Yeah, two, why? Did you say? Did you see the background piece I sent? You were right. He did learn from dad, grandpa, <laughs> uncles, and all of that. Yeah. yeah. I I think what his strong suit is is his. He's just got a good nature about him. Yep. He. Uh, no one would do what he does because it's too frustrating. I watched the one, uh, and it's an hour and a half long. He bought a Model A on eBay. I saw that last night, a bit of it. Yeah. He drove it home. He made it all the way home with that thing. What? And it was nonstop problems. Yeah. Nonstop. How far of a drive was it, Ken? 700 miles. Everything he does is 600 miles. Oh, my God. But this was. I mean, it was Des Moines to Tennessee. Wow. Well, he was living in Tennessee by this point. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, he was when he did this. Yep. Well, the last night the one on TV was uh, rescuing a an old Chevy Bel Air out of a field of weeds. Oh, there's a new one on. Great. It was that on last it, night. Oh, it taped for me then. Yeah, I was in bed early. Me too. That's fantastic. I love having something to look forward to, as opposed to <laughs> watching the Wild get there. Although they did win last night. They did. I don't Joe's know how Canadian. that power. I have never used that many curse words in the span of one power <laughs> oh. play that I did last night. Quit dicking around and head for the goal. What are the ads? Hold on one second. I got to answer Kenny. So Adam Abrams got back to me, Kenny. Oh, yeah. his name is Steve Rudolph. He's the music guy. He's a youngster, is he? Uh, yeah, he's from. Hold on. I know this company, too. Mike Drop Productions. He does Vikings Wild and Gopher Football also. Well, I wouldn't have noticed his horrible music, but it was driving <laughs> uh, the roommate crazy. 
And I agree with her. It's just awful. Also, Adam said to say hi to hi to the crew, Rook. Cool. Double A. What do you got for Ash? He's a good guy. He's an awesome guy. No, Kenny was wondering who does the music at the Wild Game, so I texted Adam. Um, Joe, you want ads, I assume. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hi, John. Hi. How come How I got to wait till Friday for baseball, by the way? What's going on here? Frat. Yep. <laughs> Definitely. Definitely frat. God, he hit, made me chuckle yesterday. Frat Eco and Schmel's Countryside in Maplewood. Kenny. Schmelz is done this week. Bummer. Oh, I suppose because it's, yeah. Seafoam. Yes. Maple Grove. And let's do another DK Mags today, please. Please and thank you. Rook. Rook, look up. Uh... I need a Redmond's flooring and design from you. Johnny Height. Yes, sir. I need Fetterman. Rivertown Medical kids? Center. Gotcha. Thanks. What's his first name? Is it Gary? John, isn't it? John. He looks just like my brother Johnny's kid, Bobby. I think it's Twitchy. Twitchy Fetterman. Now, there's nothing to be gained by making fun of him. No, I know. Uh, the the more interesting topic is what in God's name has happened to us? Why Why is this... Why is this fellow a candidate for the United States Senate? I think we know my reply, right? What is it? Yeah, please. Why, no. why is no. Why is Herschel Walker? I agree with well, you. He has no business <laughs> holding public office. He's right. he's a lunatic. Yeah, he's nuts. I I think he's got issues too, uh, brain issues from oh, football. There's no doubt. His concussions from football. He, oh, he fell asleep in his car. Oh, geez, Louise. I... <laughs> did he have a truck? I think he did. That's how William used to pronounce dump truck when, when he was really Whoops. little. Close enough. <laughs> except, except dump sounded like dumb and truck sounded like the <laughs> F word. That's what we had a two-year-old girl so, do that. So every, every time my brothers would come over, William, what's that? Well, dump. I, I don't ask her what one went by. What is that? <laughs> That's a dumb fuck. No, what? dump truck. Dump truck, buddy. Dump truck. Dump careful. Truck. Oh, oh, my careful God. Careful my ass. Who cares? <laughs> that became that became Thanksgiving fodder. William, get in your car. Oh, I'm cut, sure it did. Do yeah. it for the whole family. And then everybody would laugh, and he'd, oh, dump truck's funny. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I have it on my phone somewhere. Uh, well, that's okay, Chris. No, just for my own. I don't give a damn about you guys. I wanted to just. You should make that your ringtone. Oh my god! <laughs> Frataloni charge when he finally stores, gets a cell phone. What yes. are you doing on that? Hey, how old should kids be when they get a cell phone? Mm. Oh my word! Uh, I don't know. Thirteen? I don't know. Because I'm still trying a... to figure out this parenting thing myself. Okay. I, I don't... <laughs> yeah. Bradaloni's hardware and garden store. Because he's got two buddies his age. He's 10 that have cell phones. I'm thinking, no, that's too young. I think we got a 10-year-old who has one. Really? But she's uh she's pretty different. 
10 going on 20, that kind of thing. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. <laughs> Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Stores. Uh, I need a minute because I got to figure out what's going on with your laptop. Fratelloni. I don't think he has anything to do with your laptop. Um. <laughs> okay. Let's have some fun. Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Stores. Joe's ready. So that means I need to pull up this. Okay. Joe, you ready? Uh-huh. Rolling. Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Stores brings you Garage Logic Podcast number 952. I've brought into the studio the cigar box guitar. Uh, <laughs> October 26, 2022. 83 degrees on this day in 1955 and 16 degrees on this day in 1962. And wait, the last 80 is within our reach. Oh, no. No. I'll tell you. I'll tell you when. And now from the mayor's office above the boathouse on the east shore of Spoon Lake, it's Garage Logic with Chris Reavers manning Technology Corner. Hi. Kenny Olson from the Krabby Coffee Shop. John Hyde in the newsroom, and of course, the rookie. Find out here, here is your flashlight king, fireworks commissioner, and the keeper of common sense. How can it be you that difficult? Joe Sushi. What? What now? What do you need? Oh, I want to know more about John Fetterman. Is he married? Does he have kids? Does he have parents? Does he have someone who could rescue him from this tragedy? He is avoid- married. I remember. His wife being part of the story. He was born in West Reading, Pennsylvania in 1969. His spouse, Giselle Barreto Fetterman, they were married in 2008. Okay. I don't believe it lists. They have three children, three children. Does he look, does it look like he's still married? It does look like he's still married. Okay. This Fetterman uh, is running a guy named, uh, against a guy named Oz. Dr. Oz. About whom I know very Oprah, little. Oprah made him famous. Why is he? What kind of, is he a special she doctor? He was a consultant uh, for on. He was a consultant on her show and a frequent guest and lifestyle doctor. He's and a he heart became, specialist. Is he literally an MD? Yes. Yes. And uh, why and, is he hated by the left? Because he's a righty. Oh, he took off. He did his own show, Doctor Oz Show. Okay. And so he stayed in the limelight. I'm not sure what his current status is with Oprah. See, sometimes it pays off that you have to watch that crap. That's in case. <laughs> right. Research and development. Man. That's right. That's R and D, baby. Yeah. <laughs> now, Rook, give us a thorough background on Doctor Phil. No, Doctor. No, I don't have time. Uh, just give me more. Give <laughs> me more on. If you need it, it's in the bank. Give me more on us. He came under fire for some. Um, it wasn't. It was the products he was promoting. They weren't 100%. Snake oil type stuff? Yes. And I, I don't know specifically. I just know that he came under fire. I'm not sure if he was sued, if they settled, or what. I can do research on that. And has he previously held office? No. Fetterman's been a mayor and the lieutenant governor. Yes. All right. He's an odd-looking fellow. He um, looks like a, a... Here's what's really weird. Like somebody from the ad. I look at his... 
Isn't that an odd choice of, of attire for your official photo on Wikipedia? Yes. It looks like he just came off his shift at the Shell Station. Yes. This is dated October 7th of this year. According to a report, Dr. Oz was the lead scientist in a years-long animal study that experimented on over 1,000 live animals. That number included the death or euthanizing of 31 pigs, 661 rabbits and more than 329 dogs. A veterinarian involved with the study was appalled by the treatment of the animals and turned whistleblower alleging widespread mistreatment of the animals that included needless pain and suffering. Oz was the principal investigator on the Columbia University study. What was Oz attempting to heal? Not sure, but the USDA eventually reached a 2004 settlement with the university for violations of the Animal Welfare Act. Uh, that included a fine of $2,000. And was Oz uh, staff, anyone, anyone, was Oz, uh, was he recruited to run for this Senate seat? Uh, is this something he's aspired to forever? Or where'd he come I, from? Uh, nowhere. Ahead, yeah, well, and I also, uh, if I'm not mistaken, I, he doesn't have a residence, right, in Pennsylvania? He, grew, he lives in New Jersey, and he uses an address in Pennsylvania that's a relative or something. Huh. Well, isn't that, that illegal? I don't like so that. I think he was, I, I don't know about recruited. That's a weird word, but I think, yes, they asked him. You got to give yourself permission to be recruited to run for office no, in a Dr. state. Phil. Oh, <laughs> uh, wrong doctor. They're all the same to me. Fetterman said uh, his dad was a partner at an insurance firm. He grew up in an affluent suburb of York, and his parents were conservative Republicans. He had a self-described privileged upbringing and said he has sleepwalked through his young adulthood, playing four years of football in college and eventually taking over his father's business. Dr. Oz has credited the pandemic as his inspiration to run, saying COVID has shown us that our entire system is broken. I am trying to help cure our country's ills. We've lost too many lives, too many jobs, and too many opportunities because Washington got it wrong, Oz said in a statement. They took away our freedom without making us safer and tried to kill our spirit and our dignity. Does he have Trump's endorsement? I do not know the answer to that. It just killed it for Jensen in this state. He just got Trump's endorsement. Yeah. That's not going to work in this state. It's like coming on this show. Yeah. <laughs> So did uh, Kim Crockett, right? Did yes. she also get Trump's election? Yeah, Crockett so, and Jensen. So the voters of Pennsylvania are faced with the choice between a, a television doctor or a doctor who has fancied himself uh, a television personality. Celebrity. Would that be a correct way yes. to say it? Yep. And a, uh, a fellow who hasn't done much of anything uh, except he has held public office. He's married. His name's John Fetterman. He's a committed leftist. And he's had the misfortune to have suffered a stroke this summer. And here are some clips from what was called a debate. There are no debates anymore. These are just question and answer sessions. They're not really debates. Uh, so you 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 take it away there, Reavers. This one, Fetterman was asked about not paying his taxes, and this was his answer. Mr. Fetterman, I will allow a 15-second rebuttal. He has specifically said you have not paid your taxes and that you want to raise taxes on Americans. How do you respond? Uh, absolutely. The Oz rule, of course, he's lying. It was helping two students 17 years ago to help them you know, buy their own homes. They, they didn't pay the bills and it got her paid. 
and it has never been an issue in, in any of the campaign before. It was all about nonprofit. All right, thank you, Mr. Fetterman. Continue. You have another clip? I do. Um, Are you less confused on that or this <laughs> more? Uh, hold on, let me see if I can find. Okay, uh, he was asked about his stroke and whether he has been, I believe. What about the one where he's introducing? Are you saving that That one? one's going to be last. Right. Uh, on his a stroke in his current condition. Pennsylvania. Here's a man that spent more than $20 million of his own money to try to buy that seat. I'm also having to talk about something called the Oz rule, that if he's on TV, he's lying. He did that during his career on his TV show. He's done that during his campaign about lying about our record here. And he's also lying probably during this debate. And let's also talk about the elephant in the room. I had a stroke. He's never let me forget that. And I might miss some words during this debate, mush two words together, but it knocked me down, but I'm gonna keep coming back up. And this campaign is all about, to me, is about fighting for everyone in Pennsylvania that ever got knocked down, that needs to get back up and fighting for all forgotten communities all across Pennsylvania that also got knocked down. Well, he's got that down. He's a fighter. He's going to fight for you. He's going to fight. They all fight for you. Mm -hmm. All right. Um, and then this is 30 seconds. I can't remember. I, this is not properly labeled, but this was another 30 seconds uh, after he was asked a question. Mr. Oz, I do want to clarify something. You're saying tonight right that there. you support. That This is a very confusing one, because if right. I'm hearing this correctly, the moderator is addressing this question to Oz. Correct. Hmm. He remains silent as Fetterman answers the question. So I'm a bit puzzled by this. Listen carefully. I think she asked Oz this question. Mr. Oz, I do want to clarify something. You're saying tonight that you support fracking, that you've always supported fracking. But there is that 2018 interview that you said, quote, I don't support fracking at all. So how do you square the two? Uh, I, I I do support fracking, and mm. I don't I don't I support fracking, and I stand and I do support fracking. Okay. Well, wasn't that addressed uh, to us? Yes. Yeah. yeah. The other the other troubling aspect of this is, and you can't see it obviously as a listener, but it's he's reading off of a teleprompter. But as a committed leftist, steered by the committed left, he shouldn't be supporting fracking. No. That's a good point. That's true. All right. And finally, maybe it's a local issue, though. Uh, the question was asked, what qualifies you to be a U.S. senator? All right. What qualifies you to be a U.S. senator? You have 60 seconds. Hi. Good night, everybody. What? That's the intro, right? I think that's the beginning yeah. of the debate, correct? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Is there any more on what qualifies her to be a senator? That was uh, that was the clip that I got from the website you recommended. Okay. Clever. Hi. Good night, everybody. <laughs> Are you sure the, the website is what website is it? Those were just Twitter uh, versions of what he said. Eh, eh. That that first one is how it went, Kenny. I saw the whole that's clip. Real. That's okay. the first thing he said was good night, and then okay. and then he continued to answer. 
the question. But, so in the same. Vein so he meant to say this... good. He meant to say good evening. Right. Yes. Right. Yep. That's a okay. slip up. You but know. All right. The same right. thing that we say about the president, at least the, the same thing I say about the president, how I, I just find it troubling. I think it's sad. That's the same viewpoint I have with Fetterman. OK, but here, here's what I condition. wonder. Here's what I wonder. Where in God's name are we? What what is happening? You got Herschel Walker, who's clearly, clearly damaged from a football career. Right. Five will get you 10. He's got horrific CTE. He's nuts. And then you got this crackpot Fetterman. Uh, God bless him. He had a stroke. But you mean to tell me you can't find a, a, a the Democratic Party in Pennsylvania couldn't find a candidate who didn't have a stroke? Wouldn't it be better for Fetterman and his long-term health to say, you know, you might have a political career, but let's get you all healed up here. What What is going on here? I don't understand yeah. anything. I don't yeah. understand what's going on. Yeah. Why? I didn't understand why after he had the stroke, they didn't immediately move to a different candidate and do exactly what you just said. We all know the answer. Let him heal. That. Let we him all know the answer know. to that. What is it? Sympathy vote? It, no, it's it, well, partially, but they're not going to, they're this far into what's a very important seat. I think Fetterman will win, by the way. Well, whatever, but they're too far in now where they say, well, we can't change course because we're starting all over again. Well, they yeah. could have started in July or whenever. Yeah, he had, he the, had stroke. the stroke, yeah, months ago. Right, but this is years in the making. Yeah. No, no, it isn't. No, it isn't. Well, he was considered a very strong Democratic candidate until the stroke. Until so the stroke. In, in, a, in a way, Chris is right. But yeah, why not at that point go, hang on, you know, let's let's wait, let's let him heal and because nominate somebody know, else. It's more important to that party that the, that that seat is occupied by someone. They don't care who it is. Well, as long as it's someone neither, that's occupied. Neither do the Republicans. I, Look who they brought in. That's what I'm <laughs> saying. If, if Dr. Oz had had a stroke, John, the right would be doing the exact same thing. Well, yeah. they're doing it with Herschel. Uh, the Republicans don't have the balls to say we shouldn't be running Herschel Walker. He's he's goofy. Why do the Republicans have such poor candidates? Why do they the... all have such poor candidates? Okay, yeah, there's, there's, there's that, plenty to we... go around. Yeah. I mean, you'd think we'd have that's better why than I Dr. Said, Oz. That's why I asked the rhetorical question. <clears throat> what the hell is going Where on? Where in God's name are we? Why are these the candidates? It, well, go to the last presidential election. You know, Biden and Trump were the candidates. Those were are not the two most me? powerful men in America. No. But, well, how about somebody power. younger than 70, you know? Well, That'd how nice. about just someone who's sane and has health? <laughs> Can I start? <laughs> You're asking a lot, Joe. I guess I am. Well, there's an interesting piece in the op-ed today, Such. Are Republicans necessary? Right. And it talked about Biden's speech and saying there's two Republicans, you know, the mainstream and the MAGA. That holds true for the left, too. There's the normal old left, what they used to be called as progressive, and now there's the new commie socialist left. Yeah, and I think the handlers uh, of the commie socialist left, they they see uh, an ally in Fetterman because he's going to be, if nothing else, he's going to be entirely malleable. He's he's going to be like Biden. He's going to do what he's told by the people behind the scenes because he can't even think straight right now. And you would think that his wife or. Uh, by so, now, he probably has a child in the late teens. You would think somebody would have gone to him and say, 
honey, uh, this you're, you're looking foolish and you're, you, you've got a lot of healing ahead of you. Uh, why don't we work on that? And then maybe, you know, you know, years from now, you're still a young guy. You decide whether you want a political career or not. Okay, okay. so the first part of your answer could also be said about the Republican Party. You know, if you have the endorsement of Trump, you're going to be handled and controlled by that side of the Republican Party. I, I Correct? Ab- I ab- absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. But there's no future for Herschel. There's no... Uh, there's no uh, sunrise for Herschel's well, only going to get worse if I if I'm correct in that he has suffered too much from playing football. There's going to be well, no the, bright spot for him. I'll take it a step further. There's no future for this country if this nonsense continues. I, I agree. This is why I'm bringing this up. Where are we? What has happened to us that these are the candidates? This isn't Mr. Smith goes to Washington. <laughs> this is this is pathetic. Is it the Gary Hart phenomenon taken to the nth degree? Well, I can't remember. That's getting to be so long ago. Uh, Gary Hart was a senator, correct? Right. The general story is, uh, uh, I'm innocent, follow me. They did. And, and then some uh, chick was sitting on his lap. Yeah. yeah, and so now we're we're digging in so deep and so personal and so far back that, and all of us have skeletons, Right. Most of us do. I'm well, running for office. You know, <laughs> and, and maybe they're afraid of that. And well, that's Joe, you're the one that talks to young people around town all the time. What 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 do they say to you when you say you need to run? Well, my, is, my favorite answer from one of the guys who I think would be strongest is, yeah, but there were the 90s. Right. right. Meaning he would be raked over the coals. You know, right. for, for, but there's uh, not a soul alive that has a perfect background, but it gets back to no one qualified truly wants to do the job. Well, you just touched on it. Have we reached this point yes. where you have Herschel Walker and John Fetterman because sane, reasonable, GL-type people say, I'm not putting myself through this? Yes. I think that's the answer. That is the answer. And you're left with this? And it's almost become a celebrity type status when you're elected to that position of, of the political class, mm, right? Don't yes. you guys think? Yes. Look absolutely. at the, the, the squad. You're seeing it on both sides of the right. political aisle. Celebs. They become famous people because yeah. for yeah. being yeah. famous. Yeah. Yeah. They're yeah. almost yeah. reality yeah. television stars. The Kardashians are famous for being famous. They what can't would you like sing, to know about them? They can't dance. They can't act. Well, they one of them can. They don't do anything. They, they're they famous for being famous. Beginning of the end for the world. Oh, are we getting the theory today? You know, I, I, I'm <laughs> closer. We're getting closer. But so much has happened much has... to our society since I developed the theory. That it's true? That I know. Yeah, it, it would <laughs> it would be redundant to even say it now. I have oh, to, so we I missed have to, it. I have to refine my theory. Hmm. I, 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 I think the answer is that good, solid, caring people don't want any part of this BS. Nope. Well, that's really going to kill us. That's it's because over. all those euphorians are going to fill those slots. They're going to yeah. the lifetime away. activists are going to look at this as this is their now this is their career. Okay, something that really sticks in my craw. Why 
why wasn't Kendall Qualls nominated? What are, a- what are they so afraid of with him? Could he possibly be too independent-minded and not be controlled by the far right? What was the deal? I think that in that case, Kenny, I think it was a case of Burke had pretty decent celebrity status here in in the state of Minnesota. And Jensen had a pretty strong following. That's that's what I believe, because I've asked myself the same question, because Qualls would be running away with this right now. Absolutely. Joe, Uh, I don't know. I'm I'm terribly unimpressed with the Minnesota Republican Party. Well, I'm angry at them. Uh, I'm unimpressed for a variety of reasons, going back to John Thompson. You're being polite. Yeah. Well, Schultz is a good candidate. And I'm unimpressed that uh, Republicans, generally speaking, haven't had the courage to say Trump's an idiot and we don't want any part of it. Uh, Only Liz Cheney seems to be saying that, and she gets hated by the pro-Trump people. Uh, But, you know, I don't trust anybody anymore about anything. So for all I know, she has ulterior motives. And and, uh, we're just in a really, really bad way, a really bad way. And... You have people in Pennsylvania, they're going to elect this disturbed fellow. Uh, I I predict Fetterman will win because uh, I don't know why I predict that. I just predict it Uh, because the left uh, is propping him up. The New York Times defends him, uh, as you might expect. They had staffers being interviewed on TV last night who were excusing his his hesitancy and his confusion saying, well, that's normal for a stroke. Uh, yes, it probably is. But I, there wasn't there a day in America when your pride would have said, look, I, I just had a stroke, man. I can't even tell the moon from a bowl of spaghetti right, right. now. I got to have a lot of <laughs> healing time and uh, no, I'm not going to run. Yeah. Well, I think whoever was it Rook who made the point that it, it's such a big seat and everything that, he basically never had a chance to do that, unfortunately, you know, to step back. Whereas 40 years ago, I said, yeah, step back for a little bit, heal yourself. We'll nominate somebody else. Well, I can say this, and I don't care what position it is, whether, you know, you're running for Congress, whatever the case might be. I want someone in that type of position, whether you're a mayor of a fictitious town, I want you to speak <laughs> coherently. Hello, everybody. No, no, stop practicing. <laughs> Uh, Jack and Lori have been doing this on hundred years. Did it start? Wait. Oh, wow. play. Where's? Hello, everybody. <laughs> podcast number one. Hello, everybody. <laughs> was that podcast number one? Sure was. Mm-hmm. That's when we got the. Uh, is it the emoji? No, not the emoji. The GIF of the guy with the plane that was yes. trying yeah. to take <laughs> off with oh, one wing or built. something. <laughs> yeah, yeah but it was still under construction. <laughs> People are running after us with wrenches. Hello, everybody. Hi. <laughs> Hello, everybody. I think that's going to be on a T-shirt next year. Isn't it? Oh, Hello, everybody. Oh, go, Johnny. Good call. <laughs> well, what are you going to do? Well, Mr. Fetterman, why are you? Uh, why do you think you're capable of being a U.S. senator? Good night, everybody. Hey. Hello, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> it's not even fun to make fun because there's nothing to make fun no, of. Right? No, no. There's nothing no. to make fun right. of. Except I'm making fun of our country. We are uh, we are falling apart. At the seams. Uh, from top to bottom, we're falling apart. And it's, mm. I never thought I'd see this. Uh, we've I always just... rebounded. And maybe we'll rebound again. 
But uh, can you imagine Boy. Herschel Walker and John Fetterman in the Senate? Well, at least they'd cancel each other out. We've got a couple of clients that are businessmen here that would be wonderful, wonderful politicians for this state. Um, let's talk about it off the air first before well, we I, out I, them on the air. I know many business people. Who but they're I, both named Mike. And, and, and he's no dummy. And one of them <laughs> might have the philosophy of there was the 90s. The, well, but they're both brilliant. <laughs> yeah, and they've Mike got great care ideas. of that by moving out of St. Paul. So he's now looking at, you know, legislative career, state career, and he's, I don't think he's interested. And I have no business speaking for him, but I know him well <laughs> enough to know that he's no dummy. He's not going to put himself through this BS. Right. Mm. You know. The other Mike would be wonderful. Oh, would. yes. Oh, goodness. Is he going to put himself was. through the BS? No, I wouldn't blame him if he said no. The family of Volkswagen SUVs are in stock and arriving daily. I told you the kid I used to have really wants the Atlas. You know what, kid? Work harder. You're just gonna have to. <laughs> wow. You're just gonna have to get some okay. more dough. Here we go. You have to get some more dough. Wow, that is cold. <laughs> I'm talking about the family of Volkswagen SUVs at Schmel's Countryside of Maplewood, on the corner of Highway 36 and 61. The Taos, the uh, Tiguan. We're, we're talking all-wheel drive, IQ drive, advanced safety systems. You know what I'm saying? Winter will become a non-factor especially with that family-sized seven-passenger Atlas with 5,000-pound towing capability, the uh, all-electric Volkswagen ID.4 SUV named the 2021 World Car of the Year if you're a candidate. Schmelz is a multi-generational dealership. They don't have 50 stores. This is it. That's why they stay in business through extraordinary service, great people. And uh, I've shopped there for years, and I will continue to I have two Schmelz vehicles in the stable right now, uh, both of which have to visit there before winter. And I'll get that done uh, at Schmelz countryside in Maplewood. And you can find out much more at SchmelzVW.com. Sorry, I was sitting on the. I thought. Hi, everybody. I thought Moeller would be a great politician. Yeah, he would have been. No interest. Well, he's got some health problems. Well, now, but yeah. at his peak, he probably would have been one to say, "I'm not putting myself through that grinder." We'll yeah. see you tomorrow night. I'm championing a guy named Bill Hosko. Why do I know that name? I wrote about him for Ramsey County Commissioner. He ran for mayor last time against Melbourne. And he's up against Rafael Ortega, who's in his 24th year. He has a right, fiefdom. Right. They make 100 grand a year. They don't do anything. But the question I would want asked of, of Ramsey County Commissioners, how is this county better now? Right. You know, Melvin's mom, Tony, is on the Ramsey board. How How is Ramsey County better in the last 25 Raphael, years? Raphael, what have you done? Because that's and, all he's done. Yeah. Well, the only thing he'd point to is public transportation. He wants a some sort of device down the middle of 7th Street, further wounding the restaurant business and parking. Because and, apparently people in St. Paul have no way 
to get to the airport. Right, can't get there. They just can't get there. And uh, where was I going with this? Oh, uh, people... you're working with this guy. Huh? Huh? Working, you said you were working with this on this other guy to to run uh, that ran against Melvin last time. Oh, Hosko. And uh, I, I doubt if he'll win. You know, these guys get these built-in constituencies with their hands out, and they got these people who they think they accommodate them. So Carter will just stay in office until he wants to run for. Well, he wants governor. something. He wants no. He wants something federal. I'm convinced. Hmm. He wants to take this polished act of his to Washington. Uh, but I I don't think Ramsey County's better than it was 25 Absolutely years ago. Absolutely not. If you say St. Paul and Minneapolis are are uh, there's a great editorial in today's Star Tribune by a retired Minneapolis detective saying who in the hell's running this show? I'll get to that. I guess I'm done with Fetterman. Uh, I'll just cling to my, or stick to my prediction that he's going to win the race. I don't think so. After after the reaction, I'm seeing a lot of polls and stuff. In Pennsylvania, I don't. I the don't people who wear pajamas all day don't give a damn that he couldn't answer a question. Yeah, but Pennsylvania's, it's, I don't know. I don't know. What do I know? I don't know. So, oh, I'm sorry. Can I change the subject? Sure. Sure. Without mentioning the place, it looks like this lunch is still on next I'm Friday. I'm not going to the lunch. I can't. I Chris, work. I can't go either. Then you guys need to take that up with management. I did. I did. I All sent right. them is a it, message. Is it on site? The lunch? It just, just it's at a place. It's at a place. Which is um, eleven o'clock. I don't. I don't know. Well, yeah, and it doesn't say what time. I thought it was potbelly. God, Jesus! What are, I Matthew, don't know what you're talking about? What the hell? I don't know what you're talking about. Then don't talk. <laughs> yeah. Well, what are you talking about? Do Never you check mind. your email. Yeah, I saw something about. I didn't know it was top secret. Well, <laughs> hey, dumb shit. What are you hey, about? dumb. That people will go there. I'm not worried about anything. I'm not going because I got to work. Okay. Well, we all how have about, to work. How about? Uh, how about we, we? We all have to work. So they're going to do this without us. How about we? Uh, we stop yelling at each other. No, I oh, I like to yell. Yeah, yeah, makes me happy. How about you guys respond to the? Email? I, uh, I did. I said I cannot I make it. Deleted him. Good night, everybody. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> good, evening. good evening, everybody. Good evening. Hi, everybody. Hello, everybody. Hi, everybody. God. And it doesn't give us a time. Chris. Oh, I, I'm with you. I don't. I don't know what to make of it myself. Is Friday that the fourth. Anchor on your sweater. It is. Or are you it's just a, happy to see me? It's a San Diego sweater. Yeah. I want that. Give it to me. No. This is, Give it to me. This is my favorite shirt. Give I it got to this me. at a beachside, you call it a kiosk? Oh, what do you call yeah. it? Shit, I want one. Give right it to on me. Mission Beach. Oh, yeah. Call Ross. He well, yeah, that's kind of, yeah. Dumbasses. You, you well, now that, now that I read it, you guys do. there's a show. I mean, good night. Good morning. Hello, Hi. Ross. Hi, everybody. Listen. Hello. Ross, call me right now if you're listening. Call, <laughs> call me Let's now. Let's go here. Mission oh, Beach is the number. most call spectacular place in the country. Yeah. God, I love it. I like Lajala. Lajala. They got a beach. You know, I golfed there once. I know. <laughs> God, that just bothers here you. Here we go. Uh, well, I need... You and your plastic bag full of range balls. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that was the best. Uh, She's like, what are you doing? Oh, I got to send this to Such. 
Let's go here. I got to wait right. for Kenny. Nah, I'm ready. He didn't answer. All right. He's probably avoiding you, too. I don't blame him. <laughs> yeah. I see that email. I would avoid me, too. Hey, forward it to me because I deleted it. Oh. Are you guys ready? Yeah. Okay. Roll. It's the end of the world as we know it, and he feels fine. Joe Suchere. You cannot pigeonhole this piece of music. I was going to say Santana. No, it doesn't sound like anybody. It sounds like Dill. Isn't this the one with vocals? Yes. Maybe not. Is it? I think so. Yeah, yeah I did find out who that is. Also. Who is it? It's uh, Trevor, a kid he works with who used to live here, uh, who has his, makes his own records, and a gal that I'm not familiar with. Matthew should give him some songwriting advice. All songs need to start with what, Matthew? I woke up this morning. Right. <laughs> oh, it's the season. <laughs> it's the season. That is brilliant. So, uh, big day yesterday. The uh, 49 <laughs> Minneapolis Moline Narrow Front UTU got another seafoam deep creep shower. Sprayed it on every nut and bolt I could find. Blasted the remaining uh, bit in the can into the spark plug holes. Then... Got out the engine treatment and poured a whole bottle down the intake neck. So if I ever do get around to tearing this pig down, it'll be ready for wrenching. A couple of great products from Seafone. They not only keep engines running great, great engines running great, I should say, but it's also a wonderful cure for what ails malfunctioning cylinders. I should be dumping that tranny tune into the gearbox if I could ever find out how to get in there. <laughs> you, you know... Um, I actually trust Seafoam more than my mechanical ability. You you can too. Whether you've been wrenching for years or you're trying to attempt a big scary project for the first time, Seafoam will help you help you out. And you'll find it everywhere. Fine chemicals are sold, even where they're not. Sea stores, grocery stores, you name it. A local company, a global reach, and a wonderful product in a world of bad gas. Seafoam. <laughs> Because that's the way it works. Well, it's a shorter clip. <laughs> Kenny, you, uh, we've talked about it many times, but the uh, but the examples of it are becoming terribly obvious. You were wondering yesterday about bias. Yeah. Uh, there's a great example of bias. I'm calling it bias. Perhaps it's not. You, you tell me. Uh, on today's uh, editorial page, of the Star Tribune, and I would submit to you, the closer you get to the country's tallest buildings, what I'm about to point out would not be at all uncommon uh, in the newspapers that are still surviving in this country. For example, the play letter to the editor uh, is, as a headline says, Moriarty, comma, not Dimmick. Right. A and it's, so. uh, it's a letter written by a woman who... Uh, who uh, believes that Mary Moriarty is the answer. Uh, and because this woman is anti-police and believes we'll never police our, our way out of gun violence. And she says, I'm a gun violence survivor. And she manages to uh, find great fault with the police. And Mary reached out to me because she wanted to know my experience during the criminal trial. And it goes on to say, uh, sadly, many voters have fallen victim to a well-funded misinformation campaign designed to frighten wealthy whites 
into voting for law and order candidates. Cause this, so this woman has had the Kool-Aid, Rachel Joseph, and she's, uh, she's an anti, well, she'd deny that, but lady, you're, you're showing your true colors. You think law and order is some sort of code word, and it isn't. People want safety. And so she goes on to plug the hell out of Moriarty. All right. Uh, I'll get to the bias part in a moment. The second letter to the editor is called, We Need Ellison's Experience. No. All right. And that's by Mike Freeman. And uh, Mike, I'm uh, I'm afraid you've been hit on the head playing softball or something. <laughs> because Ellison is... is do you really, do you really feel, answer. honest to God, do you really and truly feel that Mike Freeman is a fan of Ellison, or do you feel he felt some sort of pressure to go through these motions? Oh. Knowing Mike Freeman, I'm going to chime in with, uh, a, he's not 100% on board with Keith Ellison. Well, he certainly sounds like he is. Have you seen I, his I, ads? I, he uh, went on I, record. I know, but I'm just telling you, he doesn't seem like that kind of guy. But the second letter, unheadlined, is a letter <clears throat> championing Jim Schultz. Why couldn't that have been placed ahead of the Ellison letter? Why did the Moriarty, not Dimmick letter, lead the letters? Why couldn't that be letter number five down here without you its know, own headline? You know why. Well, is the answer bias? I think it's a combination of bias, and I think it's uh, also, that's the letter everybody reads before they move on. Mm-hmm. Wait, wait now, wait, wait. So you're saying the Moriarty thing is an example of bias? The placement of it. It, di- it didn't have to be in that location with its own headline. But two days ago, they endorsed Dimmick, the newspaper. That was their lead. That was the big editorial on the left side. They endorsed okay. Dimmick for the position. Here's John. Here's John. Here's John to, okay. to, 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 to set us straight. Pull me back from the ledge, Johnny. What about the attorney general letters? Um, yeah, well, it could have gone. Yeah, you're right. Either way. I, I don't know. You know, I, I read them, but I don't remember. Mine's all ripped up. Well, one is Keith is the man. That's by Mike Freeman. And the second one's by a guy named Ronald Haskvitz of Golden Valley who says Keith's not the man. Uh, You're right. They did did endorse Dimmick and maybe uh, to prove their, uh, I don't know what. Never mind. You're probably right. (laughs) So forget Moriarty, not Dimmick as the lead letter as an example of bias. I'm going to let hype defeat me. In ignominy. Well, that's well, where I, I admitted that, to, Joe. No, it's the same thing that I admitted to John uh, when we had our argument. Sometimes my own bias sees things that aren't there, okay. or that you know what I mean that aren't probably not a big deal. Right. I think, yeah, that's yeah. normal for everybody. I think, All right. you know, but well, I do see it in the two Keith Ellison letters. That's just a the, the, but, the placement is. Well, the placement, if, yeah, but if you get a letter from Freeman, you got to print it, don't you? Uh, yeah, that's a good point. He's the head up in county attorney, isn't he? Would Would you agree then, if if you're of a liberal bent, if you put the other one first, then could that liberal person make the same argument? I suppose. Never mind. It's a lousy topic. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't think it's a lousy topic. And what I'd like (laughs) us to get into is the phrasing and the words and the way they write some of these pieces, because that's where my ire gets up. No, I think, you know, and I think Heights stumbled on something. And well, uh, an example would be uh, climate change. 
and how it's just automatically assumed and printed that way without questioning if it's real or not. Yeah, there's no more questioning. Oh, it's, yeah, it's accepted fact. And every news story you read, it looks like. Yeah. Uh, well, how about this piece? Uh, tell us again, who's in charge of Minneapolis police? I won't read the whole thing, but it's a really good piece by a guy named uh, uh, Richard Grealis of Bloomington, a retired police officer. And all he's pointing out is you've got an office of community safety, uh, and then you have a police chief, and then you have the mayor, and then you have the who's running the show. He doesn't know where the buck stops. Cedric the Entertainer. When it comes to public safety. And I just think he made a great point. Uh, when this nonsense is over, perhaps the city can hire a good police chief who will in turn promote good street supervisors and will run the department with integrity, offering justice and fair treatment for all and the expediency, which is needed in police work. All these other players are redundant wastes of taxpayer dollars. And I, 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 I guess I'm biased because I agree with them. And when I read that piece this morning, all I could think of is what the letters to the editor are going to look like tomorrow and which one is going to be <laughs> placed on top. Seriously. So I, I think you're. I think it's a good topic, but we might have been shut down in that case. Well, we'll predict which one. Which one of these editorials is going to be the play letter tomorrow? Uh, which one of these uh, opinion pieces? Rookie. Yep. Go to the Star Tribune website. Go to the Star Tribune website. Website. Because I don't want to uh, criticize them if I'm wrong. What am I looking for? You're looking for the name. Uh, what the hell's the kid's name? The guy that Dante Wright shot just died. What didn't I print that out for you? You did, but why is his name is in here? Right. Let me look. Uh, my God, what piece did you print out? The Fox the News. Dante Wright's victim is not in the piece you. Printed out for me. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I was looking at the wrong. Caleb page. Livingston. I'm sorry. You're right. Uh, Rook, see if what is the most recent piece the Star Tribune has on a fellow named Caleb Livingston, just the way it sounds. Now he died. He was the fellow uh, fatally uh, who shot was shot by Dante Wright. Uh, it's. It, yeah, but the the focus would be, of course, that Dante Wright was canonized by the left because he was shot by an evil white police officer who happened to be a female, uh, Kim Potter. And we we have forgotten that, uh, and he certainly didn't deserve to be shot. But we have forgotten that Dante Wright was a, a hardened hardened criminal who, uh, prior to this traffic stop in which. Kim, Cotter, uh, Kim Potter made the terrible accident of shooting him. Caleb Livingston was 16 years old in May 2019 when Wright allegedly shot him in the head at the full stop gas station on Lowry Avenue North. I suppose what Keith Ellison would do about that is attempt to shut down the fuel stop gas station. On, uh, on November 21st of 2019, the Star Tribune published a story speaking of the mother of Caleb Livingston. Her name is Jennifer LeMay. 
And it's a piece about how she basically had to wipe away all of her savings in order to care to provide medical treatment. My, for Caleb. my point is, has anyone locally reported? No, it's that it's Caleb not. Livingston a, has died. No, Joe, Joe, it's not on Google. It's just Fox News. Wow. Rochelle Olson had a piece May 28th, 2021. Lawsuit well, claims Dante Wright shot permanently disabled teen in 2019. And then Dante Wright's parents forced to grieve in the spotlight. Uh, Matt McKinney and Kim Hyatt, August 20th, 2021. So criminals are heroes. Criminals are heroes. No, I, I, I just think it's uh, in the in the in the cosmic scheme of news in, in keeping it in totality. Uh, I think it's newsworthy mm-hmm. that the guy Dante Wright shot has died finally. Absolutely. And maybe that's a blessing. Apparently he was terribly, terribly infirm uh, and, you know, paralyzed and couldn't speak or eat or, or anything. And, um, and he died finally. Alpha news has it. Yeah. That, okay. And God bless them. But it's, that's a news story. And I don't think oh, yeah. you're going to find it in the local newspaper. You're, you're confirming this, Rook? Yes. There's nothing in 2022. There's nothing in 2022. About Caleb Livingston, or more accurately, nothing from October of this. Right now, there's nothing. Uh, that is correct. All right. All right. And I did it under the newest. Kelsey notes you had to go to the Daily Mail to find it. Well, okay. Uh, Daily Mail had it, yeah, but so did Fox and so did Alpha. But... I just thought it was newsworthy to read to even remember that guy. Hey, remember uh, Dante shot this guy? Well, a guy finally died. Yeah, definitely newsworthy. Yeah, it it takes nothing away from Kim Potter's actions in this case, uh, but I continue to firmly believe, and so did the judge ultimately that uh, she just made a dreadful, dreadful mistake. Mm-hmm. And and she's going to pay for it for how many more months? I have no idea. But uh, it's interesting to note that the Star Tribune, which was heavily invested in condemning the behavior of the police, has not had a single word about the fact that this poor guy died and his life had been nothing but misery since he had been shot by Dante Wright. Why don't we return with uh, John Height to clarify just about everything. Hey, Rook. What do you want, Redmonds? Yes, please. Ready. I'm rolling. Half a century, 50 years for Redmonds flooring and design. Many Many trends have changed over that time, so that's why you want to plan. You want to have a design set for when you call or visit their store in Anoka. they got a great showroom, by the way, where you can pick out your carpet, pick out your hardwood, tile, vinyl, waterproof. They've got everything there for you. And again, I do mention that they work with Mohawk, the biggest name in flooring. And Redmond's does have a wonderful history. If you want to see what people say about them, go to their website. It's redmonds.com, R-E-D-M-A-N-N-S.com. The design part, they can pick out a plan for you if you're not certain. You might go in and say, we want green shag. Well, they'll go ahead and order the green shag for you. That's fine. That's your own personal choice. But they're not going to do it overnight. They're going to take their time with installation, with the design. That's why you're sitting pretty when you check out Redmond's Flooring and Design. 
free estimates. Mike and his crew do a fantastic job. Again, check out the reviews. Make sure you have a plan, or if you don't, let them give you a plan and show you how much brighter your kitchen floor, living room floor, basement, whatever the case may be, can be. 763-316-3332 for 50 years. 50 years. Redmond's Flooring and Design online at redmonds2ends.com. Thank you. Word. All right, so here's how we're going to do this. Oh, uh, I got our numbers for um, September. September. Got him. And about the same, Joe. What? And September is about the same as August. About one. In point. other words, it's down. No, it's one point two. Same. Yeah. I was telling Reavers before this show, we should uh, we should up the level here. We should be doing this on a set. The set could be the mayor's office above the boathouse, or it could be the the NAC hardware and lounge, but. You know, if you want to take this to the next level, why wouldn't be doing this from a set? You mean like an actual physical set? Yes. I agree, but um, I think that's how we should approach these live shows we're going to do. Well, who's going to who, literally who are going to be the people that come in and set up the set? Well, we need to f figure out what the set is, and it'll have to be, you know, enough to fit into a smaller dock truck. It could be just a canvas backdrop. You know, and it'll be like Van Halen. We go and we set up and we set up our stage and we bring out our, you know, the boathouse, yeah. the, the boathouse well, stuff. That, and that could be as simple as a really great, and I, and I would insist that he get paid for it, to have Greg Holcomb paint a set on a canvas that we bring from place to place and just unfurl it. Yeah, kind of like a big bed sheet. Just you know, let your imagination run wild. Well, I think I'm thinking of something more stout. No, I don't mean I, I don't mean bed sheet, yes, I, like yes. a drop cloth like yes, that. Okay. Yes, yes. But so yeah, but but then yes. the physical stuff would have to be there too, and it wouldn't be us just sitting at, you know, like bar stools. Well, my guitar. Well, right, exactly. I was going to say a wood rocking chair. You know, assorted different, assorted different things that you'd find in the boathouse morgan's hat you guys you glers uh you want ambiance no i want to show the glers something this play? was made by rick copeland here's a piston okay right there's a piston got the gl name plate there here is uh, a grease fitting well oh, hang on move, here yourself, is, uh, move yourself over a little bit uh, this way yeah I'll here's a bolt here's the spark plugs <laughs> hold in the wires Here's the back of the monitor. Uh, <laughs> this was a purely uh, a work. Here's a uh, piston rod right here. I'll see that. Are we going to be tested on that later? Yeah. But I'm just telling you that. Where's the carburetor? That's, I'm surprised there are some fuel maker parts. Out there. <laughs> the, the fuel make, maker yeah. happener. The fuel, making, the fuel maker happener. Fuel maker happener. You know what else Derek does very good, and he's being noted for this by the people who watch him. We're talking about roadworthy rescues. He's really good at describing smells. Yeah, he is. Last, last night he described a smell in this Bel Air that he rescued from a pile of weeds is smelling like gas station nachos and horse hooves. It's <laughs> oh. <laughs> pretty good. The guy's got a literate mind. Uh, yeah, and it's really a clever show. Yeah. And, and yes, we're going to contact him and get him on the air. He's a Minnesotan. What channel? Living in Tennessee. What's Voter his name? Trend. 
Motor Trend TV. But you but can also see it on YouTube under Vice Grip Garage. Uh, What's the dude's name? Okay. Der- Derek? Derek Neary. No, Barry, but it's spelled like Beery. But it's the last name is pronounced Barry. It's like B I E R I E R. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. I thought it was Neary. It's Barry. Yeah. Plus ambiance is what you take to the hospital. That's Derek right. Beery. Okay, let me see. I don't know where he was from in Minnesota. But you know what? You know what else would be on the set? A really small trap set. Johnny guitar. Kenny bass. Yeah. Tambourine. Yeah. Who's got something here? We could start a song, and it would, of course, every song we start uh, would just end up in complete and utter failure. Of course. Chaos and, and, and die yeah. out. And, and arguing. <laughs> just quit, yeah. So normal. It would just be us yeah. normal. No, no, <laughs> We wouldn't even need to script it. Who's got something here? Well, here's what we're going to do. Here's what we're going to do. Kenny's going to do an ad. Mm-hmm. You're going to introduce John. Mm-hmm. John's going to do his ad. Mm-hmm. And wow. then John's going to do the news. Let's go. Are you ready? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm rolling. This guy wears many hats, just not indoors. Joe Suchere. Yeah, this is an early 70s movie song. Yeah. Seeing Pam Greer, Rockford. That's yeah, good Rockford music. Yeah, maybe too hip for uh, that cracker Rockford. Oh, nice oh, look. Nice, nice. So the Hoopleheads here in the uh, the boathouse probably don't care, but a lot of us GLers do. The divers are moving through Minnesota: ringbills, bluebills, the cams, the redheads. Uh, finally, duck hunting season is fun and interesting. If you need to restock on ammo, or maybe you dropped that scatter gun in the pond last weekend, get yourself into DK Mags Old Eight up in New Brighton. They've got shotguns for all occasions. Oh, even pheasant. Wasn't the pheasant opener last weekend? Upland birds. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you like to walk your ass off in tall grass, <laughs> <laughs> I hope you've sh- you've shopped at DK Mags. Um, small game, big game. They can get you set up with the rifle. Um, and both DK Mags and Monticello Pawn and Gun, they've got smithing services. So if you acquired your grandpa's old Model 12, but there's no way you're putting a round in there, bring it to them. They'll check it out and make sure it's safe and ready for you. Uh, oh, and one more thing. If you consider yourself an expert in the firearms and accessory world and you need a gig, now's the time. Get a hold of them. They're hiring good people, GL-style people. They've got a great selection there, fair prices, and the most wonderful staff of GLers you'll ever meet. And that's for both locations, Monticello Pawn and Gun and DK Mags. Check out the website, dkmags.com. Here's John Height. Thank you, Joe. And uh, before I get to the news, let me tell you about Rivertown Medical Center. They're bringing you the news today. Dr. Larson, Rivertown Medical Center in Stillwater, specializing in regenerative care and regenerative cell therapy. It can help you out a lot of ways. Right now, though, let's talk about peripheral neuropathy. Uh, Neuropathy, uh, as you know, if you 
have it causes pain, numbness, tingling in the hands or feet, and your doctor, they might tell you, probably already have told you, not much you can do about it except live with the pain. Well, there is. The pain is commonly caused by a lack of blood flow to the nerves, and that causes them to die off. At Rivertown Medical Center, Dr. Larson uses new treatment methods, and they can provide relief as long as you don't already have 85% nerve damage. Uh, now, to find out about all this, you can join Dr. Larson for a free one-hour seminar about this breakthrough treatment this Saturday, 10 in the morning at the Double Tree by Hilton in St. Louis Park. RSVP by Friday, 651-661-4311. Everyone there gets a free neuropathy scan. Again, at 651-661-4311. Saturday, the Doubletree Hilton in St. Louis Park at 10 a.m. with Dr. Larson and the Rivertown Medical Center. In news, Roseville police say a homicide suspect is in custody after a shelter-in-place order was broadly issued Tuesday morning. I have a new desk. Did you guys see that happen? Yeah, I sure I, did. My desk just rose about two feet. And I heard it. Yeah. Hey, now, it's just happy to see Stop you. Stop the presses. No black players in the World Series, a first since 1950? Well, that's not true. Who could that be? I was going to say three-quarters no of way Houston's that team true. is... Well, I don't ethnic. think they can. Yeah, well, the Dominican. I don't think they so. Consider. We're not counting Dominican as I, a man of color. Well, I'm assuming they mean African American. Is that what? Well, oh, yeah, but this word. this phony vice president we have f f uh, passes herself off as an African American. We're going to hear from her later. By the way, I um, is it the message I just sent you, Chris? Check your phone. Oh, there's a delicious tweet waiting for us on Twitter right now. All right, thank you, Kenny. Okay. No black well, players expected in a World Series. Let me click on it. Well, you gotta be kidding me. I love when you guys ask for five <laughs> that, that can't be true. The Phillies I know have don't they have uh what's his name? The outfielder, you know. Johnny, help me. There's uh, plenty of Latin players. All right. But no uh African American. This is eye-opening, said Bob Kendrick, president of the Negro Leagues Baseball Museum oh. in Kansas City. It is somewhat startling. The two cities that have high African-American populations, there's not a single black player. Really? Wow. Um, wow. Well, Dusty Baker is it manages the Houston's. That's what are we true. supposed to be outraged by this? I mean, it's not by design. No, it's not I'm by design at, the at all. Of the Philadelphia Phillies, and all I see is diversity. Yeah, but you're seeing Latin American diversity. Okay. Oh, oh, oh. We're just well, they're the best players. All right, Rookie, I agree. Uh, the, we're the not diverse enough. Wow. Okay. The percentage of African American players in MLB, Major League Baseball, is only seven point two percent. So I guess. What? That really light up, huh? Yeah. Wow. I'm shocked. But again, that phony vice president passes herself off as an African American. <laughs> you mean this phony vice president? Your leadership mayor. Thank you for the warm welcome. So here's the thing. Yeah. Who doesn't love a yellow school bus? Right? Can you raise your hand if you love a yellow school bus? Right? Oh, there's something about hands in the air. Yeah, and and most of us, many of us, went to school on the yellow school bus, right? I, I didn't. And it's part of it's part of our our experience growing up. It's part of a, you know a nostalgia and a memory of. I never rode a school bus, you miserable. No, cake. Me neither. 
I watched. She was also speaking. This is from yesterday. You miserable fraud. Oh, my God. Not to mention, you know, I grew up in a household where the term mammary gland was used all the time. (laughs) And the scientists here, you'll know what that means. You know, hormones, hormones. It was always, that was part of the conversation at the dinner table. Oh, a hell of a family. One heartbeat away. Well, back to the news now. Roseville police say a homicide suspect is in custody after a shelter-in-place order was broadly issued Tuesday morning. We discussed this yesterday, uh, but uh, there were no details yet. According to Roseville Police Chief Erica Scheider, who spoke during a news conference yesterday afternoon, police responded at 1023 in the morning to the 1100 block of Ryan Avenue. When they got there, officers found one person pronounced dead at the scene, as well as two people with serious, uh, serious injuries and two people with minor injuries. The suspect later described as a 17-year-old male had left the scene by the time officers got there. Scheider said a preliminary investigation revealed the suspect, the person found dead, and the four people found injured are all family members. The individual who received the original emergency alert contacted police to report seeing the suspect near the Minnesota State Fairgrounds. Police were then able to take the suspect into custody. Uh, Shelter-in-place warning did cause some chaos and confusion around the Twin Cities. It reached phones in parts of Ramsey, Hennepin, and Dakota counties. Ramsey County officials later said this was accidental. Only a small section of Roseville was supposed to get that alert. Okay, stop. Mm-hmm. Um, that is completely unacceptable. They sent a dozen schools or more into complete panic they mode. And, and that that's just, that's unacceptable. And, and a simple apology to, to me isn't good enough. You need to reassure us that this will never, ever happen again. I guess I, I guess I have an odd thought about this. Who gives a bleep? Oh, well, if you had kids in any of these schools, well, you would have been kids, uh, your pants. The uh, kids of the kids were put into lockdown. Yeah. Well, you should give a bleep. What the hell is wrong with you? Well, I, you know, That's the, the question. You're the guy that won't buy. Anyway. You're the one that won't buy your kid and your grandkids a new car from Schmel. So <laughs> that doesn't they surprise to, they me. They have to walk to school. They can't <laughs> take a yellow bus. <laughs> yeah, yellow bus yeah. for you, Get brats. on the bus, you little brat. <laughs> Former President Trump announcing endorsements for two Minnesota candidates Tuesday. Earlier yesterday, Trump endorsing Kim Crockett, the Republican candidate for Secretary of State, running against Steve Simon. The Democratic Farmer Labor Party responded by citing Trump's false claims about the 2020 election. Election being stolen, saying Crockett has echoed those claims. Then late last night, Trump endorsed Scott Jensen for the governor's spot. He's running, of course, against incumbent Tim Walls. That ought both, to do it. Both endorsements came on Truth Social, a social media platform created by Trump Media and Technology. Neither candidate appeared to have expected that endorsement. The Associated Press reported Crockett was surprised by Trump's announcement. Sorry, Johnny, I'm just putting these last nails in the coffin here. Oh, geez. In a press release, Jensen's campaign said they have, quote, not actively, not actively sought the endorsement of political leaders, but were grateful. Well, okay. See you later. Right. I hope you kept your patient uh, list. Speaking well, of that, I think Rookie's right. That's pretty much going to kill any chance in this of it, state in this of state any any crossover. We're surrounded by Mysterians, and uh, would would it would it would it have behooved Jensen to say I reject the endorsement? No, probably no. not, because he would no. he would have alienated his base. Right. Yeah. 
All right. Who don't have anybody else to vote for. Right. Speaking of um, races, as we're nearing what less than two weeks to the election, yeah. you're talking it's a week from uh, yesterday. Two yesterday. weeks two from, weeks from yesterday. yesterday. Jim Schultz for Attorney General on Twitter. Yes. Ten minutes ago, just dropped a bombshell uh, at Jim for MN, which the Garage Logic Twitter account follows, and I urge all of you to do as well. He has got a series of fact checks and lies from Keith Ellison relating to the food fraud fraud program and basically how his office completely let this fly without investigation. It's fascinating. Hmm. Oh, good stuff. It's a thread, and I urge all of you to check it out. He just put this up 10 minutes ago. Wow. Basically, Ellison could have put a stop to this and didn't. Okay. Will the conventional news gathering institutions see that as a story? Let's hope so. Yeah. From the, it might be time to take stock of your life file. A 16-year-old was arrested early Tuesday morning after police say he stole a Kia and led officers on a 28-mile chase. Ramsey County Sheriff's Office said the teen had nine previous arrests for fleeing, possession of weapons by a person under 18, motor, uh, motor vehicle theft and assault. He's also on probation in Carver County for possession of stolen property and possession of a firearm. This all started at about 1245 in the morning. A St. Paul police officer reported the Kia had been reported stolen and sped past him. Ramsey County deputy was nearby, tried to pull the driver over, but he sped off. State Patrol helicopter took over the chase, which went on for 28 miles going into Minneapolis before coming back into St. Paul. Driver came to a complete stop on Sherburne Avenue and deputies caught up to him as he tried to flee on foot. At that point, deputies noticed the teen had a GPS monitoring bracelet on his ankle, and he seemed to be in pain. The teen told officials he had been shot twice on two different days, once in the stomach and once in the leg. Wow. Neither injury appeared to have been treated at the point of his arrest. That's no way to go through life, son. <laughs> All those charges and a couple wounds when you're 16. Yeah. Right. You got nothing but it's got to go up for me. stupid. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The Kia was returned to its rightful owner, according well, to official. Why, uh, why is he roaming amongst us? Thank you. Don't yeah. ask me. Is it sentencing guidelines or is it soft judges? Well, he's 16. Prosecutors? Yeah. It's a juvenile, so I suppose they release him, the parents, mm-hmm. whatever. I, mm-hmm. I don't know. A lot of charges, though. Bring back vigilante gangs. A three. <laughs> No, you don't, Kenny. A three-year-old girl is recovering at a Minneapolis hospital after police say she was shot over the weekend. Family said they were at home Saturday night when gunfire erupted outside the Minneapolis residence in the 2200 block of Fifth Avenue North. Pictures of the bullet holes shared by the family show damage to the front door, the siding of the family's home, and inside the bedroom where the little girl was sleeping next to her mother. She underwent surgery for a wound on the side of her head and ear. Few details have been shared by Minneapolis police about the shooting. The department said officers from the 4th Precinct responded to a call about shots being fired outside around 10 p.m. Minneapolis Police Department spokesperson said no arrests had been made so far in that case. Officials in St. Louis say a school shooting there is a tragedy, but it could have turned out much worse. The shooter who killed two and injured seven others at a St. Louis high school this week used an AR-15 style rifle and had more than 600 rounds of ammunition with him, according to police. Orlando Harris, a 19-year-old former student of Central Visual and Performing Arts High School, had ammunition on a chest rig and in a bag and dumped other magazines in a stairwell and corridors, according to interim St. Louis Police Chief Michael Sack. 
police got the initial call about the active shooter at 9-11 in the morning. On Monday, officers entered the school at 9-15, engaged Harris in a gunfight about 9-23. He was shot about two minutes later. Sack also read from a handwritten document left by Harris saying, I don't have any friends. I don't have any family. I've never had a girlfriend. I've never had a social life. I've been isolated and a loner my Jeez. entire life. Sack declined to comment on how and where Harris obtained the weapon. He did previously say the school's doors were locked and there were seven guards on duty before the shooting and that the school had metal detectors. St. Louis officials identified the two deceased victims, 61-year-old health and physical education teacher Jean Kuska and 15-year-old student Alexandria Bell. The teacher died after putting herself between the gunman and her students to protect them, according wow. to the wow. students. What a hero. Wow. Yeah. Former Republican House Speaker Paul Ryan yesterday doubled down on his view that Donald Trump is not the right candidate to represent the GOP in the 2024 election. In an interview with Fox Business's Stuart Varney, Ryan suggested the new swing voter in American politics is the suburban voter. And it's really clear, he said, that the suburban voter doesn't like Trump, but they do like Republicans. So he added, I think anybody not named Trump, uh, Trump is much more likely to win the White House for us. Uh, Ryan pointed to Republican losses under Trump. He said, my party hasn't lost this much, this fast than we have with Trump. We lost the House, the Senate, the White House, all in the space of two years. I don't want to repeat that. I'd like to win. Uh, Ryan's always enjoyed a not great relationship with the former president. He also predicted the GOP can win back control of the House. He said he felt pretty good as well about Republicans taking the Senate. But you can't seem to negotiate with these folks, rhinos as they call them are just as evil as socialists oh, yeah, to they, these people. They they're they're in the same group. And, and that's not that that's a non-negotiable um fact to them. But, but there are voters, I agree with him, that will vote Republican if you don't have the scepter of Trump hanging over. I know right. some of those people maybe. I met with some of our young leaders um this morning on our way here. And, um, and one of them said to me, I said, well, what is today about? And they said, saving our planet, saving our planet. So the youngest of our children understand no. not only their power, no, they don't. but the importance to them of saving our planet. And I guess that's what brings it home in terms of the concluding point. We owe it to our children. I just see the burning fires. To right hell. now take these issues very seriously. Oh, shame on the them. Clock for... is ticking. I keep thinking now she's done. We are witnessing around our country and around the world the effects of extreme climate. Shame on them for duping and lying to these kids. The clock's ticking, Kenny. The kids say that because you're nice. saying that. But I love when she speaks. She's black. She could be a baseball player. If if when she's nodding constantly, huh? as if to get your approval. Like if I look at Joe and say, Joe, get it? See? I go like this. <laughs> Joe. <laughs> I'm uh, guessing. Don't uh, let kids well, play baseball she, in, in urban America anymore. Not so much, no. That's been true for just a show. Remember oh, 20 yeah. years ago, Tori Hunter was trying to Get more black the kids there was involved. a program. Yeah. Was well, I'd contribute to it. Is there still a program? I think it was called the Problem. RBI. You program? kids are crazy to play basketball. Why, John? Basketball, baseball is where it's at. Why? Why what? 
Why, why do they avoid baseball? I don't. I I don't know. More sport. kids. Cheap. Well, basketball is cheap I, too. Can I take yes. over as a guy? Go ahead, no, Mister. No, it's two and a So you play with a bunch of white fat insurance drunks. Okay. Dip. Yep. Careful. <laughs> Careful. This is a case of kids today, and this is why I hate the modern game. Baseball is too boring to kids, and it doesn't matter what race they are. Not enough kids that's, are playing baseball. Yeah, like, yeah. Seriously, that's the problem. And, and and shame on MLB for continuing to put out this crap product that they're putting out. They, uh, the modern up, game is boring. Sorry. Up here in Andover, they couldn't put together a league about three years ago because yeah. they didn't have enough kids want to play baseball. So Chris is, is correct. Uh, yeah. the dis- Such, did you play baseball as a youth? Mm-hmm. I tried it for a year I and I discovered uh, I can't <laughs> run, I can't field, and I can't bat. So I, I wasn't play. very good. Yeah, no, I was awful. I, I couldn't see. It, is, it was the RBI baseball program. RBI. Reviving is it still baseball, there? Uh, as far as I know, because it's still on MLB's website as of March of 2022. It's, it stands for Reviving Baseball in the Inner City. Well, yeah. aren't the twins a big part? Big of, time. Yeah. Yes. Yep. They're a big time. Well, I'm sure every ball club is, but you, I mean, you still can't. The, the, the distinction for the World Series was there are no U.S. born uh, black players right. that are playing they're in that. So they're really splitting the, hairs. They're discounting the Latin American kids. And, and I'm the sure Dominicans, every, well, that is Latin America. Every ball club is, probably has some program like that to. Inner city kids, or I believe this is an MLB effort. Yeah. It's not team yeah. by team. Oh, okay, yeah. Got Did it. you find uh, you you found the interview with the uh, the dirtiest man? Yes. All right. Yeah. We'll have that after the news. Got it. But it's it's getting to be nine years old. Well, that's you know what are you going to do? Huh? All right. All right. He was I'm guessing uh, we'll hear more about this news as it uh, more comes out. Three Florida men have been arrested for allegedly stealing nine million dollars worth of frozen meat across the Midwestern United States. That's we closed. Of, we out of meat. That's a lot of meat. Yoslani Leva del Sol, Ladier Machine Andino, and Delvis Fuentes, all from the Miami area, face charges of money laundering and transportation of stolen goods, according to Homeland Security. The trio the alleged uh, are the alleged masterminds behind what the HSI described as a Florida-based, sophisticated, organized criminal enterprise that targeted beef and pork packaging plants here in the Midwest. The investigation began into the multi-million dollar theft ring in June after several semi-trailers and loads of frozen beef valued at about $1 million were stolen in Nebraska's Lancaster County. Lancaster County Sheriff's Office worked with the HSI field office to identify 45 different thefts that occurred since June 2021 across Nebraska, Iowa, Minnesota, South Dakota, North Dakota, and Wisconsin, totaling $9 million in losses. Investigators determined an organized criminal enterprise set up in Miami was responsible, and on October 20th, they identified and arrested those three prime suspects. As the men were taken into custody in Miami, investigators also recovered three tractor trailers with stolen merchandise valued at almost half a million dollars. HSI said in a statement, this investigation is ongoing and part of the HSI Omaha and Lancaster County Sheriff's Office Major Crimes Task Force. Images and video show homeless people in Los Angeles siphoning water and power in camps sprouting throughout the city streets. And in fact, some of them are are hooking up to lights to get their electricity to run working washing machines on the street. 
homelessness is a dominant issue in the state's upcoming mayoral election. The large field of candidates promising to do more on an issue that's placed L.A. in the national spotlight. Sagging tents, rusting RVs, and makeshift structures have become commonplace along Hollywood Boulevard to Venice Beach and even in the shadow of City Hall. So we're providing, so they are providing um, uh, toilets and now washing machines? Washing machines. They're they're illicitly hooking them up to water supplies. Yeah, the city's not telling them to. They're just doing it. Damn, that's crafty. Yeah, it is. Mm -hmm. Use that mind to do something good. uh, As you know, uh, I have a uh, a relative living out there, and he says, it's amazing. You can drive for miles. and see all Your your cousin? (laughs) See all the homeless folks living on the street. He said it's bizarre as hell. Speaking of that... um, Such, I watched an episode of Rockford Files yesterday. (laughs) What the hell with that hovel on wheels behind the bar? That thing looks like it needs to be uh, bulldozed. What are you talking about? The the, the trailer he lived in. Oh, it was always decrepit. He's squatting in the back of a bar parking lot. Yeah, uh, but, you know, look, look look at the view he had. And that's all of L.A. now. Yeah. Rockford started it. In, uh... Great Britain, a radio host who died while broadcasting on air. Oh, no. It's being described as a dear friend and all-around lovely man by those who knew him and worked with him. Hello? He was 55-year-old Tim Goff. He died suddenly while hosting the Gen X Radio Suffolk Breakfast Show on Monday. You know what? Doing what he loved, John. Yep. He was thought to have been broadcasting from a studio at his home at the time. Uh Uh-oh. The station said nothing. Station said it's with the heaviest of hearts that I have to inform you our dear friend and breakfast host Tim passed away this morning while presenting his program. He grew up in the village close to Berry Street, Edmonds. I'm sorry, that'd be Berry St. Edmonds, Suffolk. And began his broadcasting career at Radio Orwell in 1986. Well, I think he had a great career. He went on to here for Maple Grove Lock and. By the way, they don't have morning shows apparently in Great Britain. He worked the breakfast show. Apparently oh, isn't they that call wonderful? It the breakfast show. He presented the breakfast show on Saxon Radio and SGR FM as well as appearing well, he's a on. Young, he was fairly young, wasn't he? Well, 55. That's it's radio will age you. It'll and radio broadcasting age you. from yes, home. Yeah. From home, yeah, Kenny. What do you think about that? Well, John, thank you. Yeah. Wow. Amu Haji. Amu Haji, yes. Ah, we Amu, had yeah. interviewed him 13 years ago. Wow. Uh, when he was uh, crowned the world's dirtiest man. Oh, they awarded him, did they? So we found that interview. We'll play it for you in just a moment. Oh. First, I want to tell you, did you see the weekend weather forecast? Sure Another did. great yeah. weekend for scooter riding and electric bike riding and golf cart riding. If you get one of those new golf carts from... Uh, EcoFun Motorsports in Forest Lake and Burnsville. In Forest Lake, the EcoFun store is on Highway 97, immediately west of 35. And down in Burnsville, the store opened this summer that uh, is right on the service road near 35E. And if you call now, uh, you can reserve your storage space for this winter. And then do the battery tending and the tune-up and the whole deal. That's for electric bikes, motorcycles, and scooters. And GLers... You buy a scooter this month, you get a hundred bucks off. Huh. You buy a golf cart this month if you're a GLer, five hundred bucks off. And when you buy it this month, they will store it for you for free this winter. You don't have to take 
ownership until next spring when the riding season begins anew. But there's still lots of time left to uh, visit EcoFund Motorsports for the scooters, the electric bikes, the youth ATVs, helmets, apparel, service. Just a great outfit. Uh, we thank them. They've been with us for a long time. Those two stores, 90, on Highway 97, immediately west of 35 in Forest Lake and on the service road down in Burnsville off 35E. It's ecofunmotorsports.com. What's a golf That's cart goal for yeah. these days? No, no, I didn't overthink it. I didn't overthink it. Well, I think they're about sixty five hundred bucks. So six grand for a new golf cart? Well, but it, it's they're special. They got a dump box. Suge, I'm on a website right now. You're gonna love this. Estimated wow, wow. estimated MSRP thirty nine nine available summer of twenty twenty four. The all electric, the all game changer reserve a Silverado EV now. Not me. And I've seen the commercials where they're towing uh, campers and uh, you know tractors yeah. and stuff like that. I want thirty nine is all thirty nine nine plus wow. DFC. What's that mean? Deposit destination charge. Destination free, including <laughs> up to a twenty thousand pound towing capacity. Wow. Hey, I ain't seeing no golf cart on their website. Future variations with a range of MSRPs from 50 to 60, 70 to 80, and more. Crossfire golf cart. You should see it on the website. What, Rook? Anyway. 646-3432. Hey, listen to this. The judge. Where did it go? <laughs> the Daryl Brooks case? Yeah. yeah listen was... to when the judge is giving out the uh, the guilty verdict. Ready? Did the defendant commit first-degree intentional homicide while using a dangerous weapon? Answer, yes. Burn in hell, you piece of shit. Hey, you are to be removed right now. Wow. What did he say? Burn, Burn in hell, you piece, piece of, of shit. Oh. oh, pardon me. Yeah. And she got she got that. Hello? Hello? Come, I can't hear you guys. Can you hear me? Yeah, there, now I got back. you. I got you. You guys are all frozen, and I didn't hear anything. Let's go here. Who's got I'm, some? I'm waiting Jesus. for Rook. There is a uh, just just because I'm that guy, and I got to say it. There's somebody put together a bunch of uh, Trump. Uh, oh, shall we say glitches? Yeah. Speaking, and posted it on Twitter. The people piling on. On Fetterman. Six five one Ruck. Joe, hey, do you uh, know do you huh? yes. do you know a yeah. show? Do you remember a show? Are you old enough? Do you know a show called Johnny Staccato from the early sixties? No. I got uh DVDs of it. It's really good. John Cassavetes. I don't know that show. Uh he was a detective and it was very noirish and you know, he narrates and does things, but he's a jazz pianist. That's his job. I'll be it's it's very interesting. It's only on like twenty seven shows, but uh, I'd never heard of it, and somebody posted it on. Mongo only pawn in Mongo. game of life. That was a fun thread yesterday on Twitter. Right. Okay. Oh, does Kenny got something here? He sure does. Well, Joe. Let's go. Well, I was let's waiting go. for rock. Chris, can we get going here? Jesus Christ! I'm rolling. 
I was What's praying. your deal today? Why are you so rushed? Here's a man oh, who spends no. hours in hardware stores. It's Thursday, Brad. Sifting through the nuts and bolts of life. Oh, oh. Joe Sushi. Wait, no talking over this one. How come when I bob and weave, there's a delay, but when Kenny does it, there isn't a delay? Look at Kenny. That's that's real time. He's moving to rhythm, but I'm real late. Chris is Chris is unconcerned about your being late. I want ten minutes of that song. Well, do it after the show. We have uh, the annual Franklinstein sales event happening right now at Maple Grove Lock and Safe. That's through November 7th. You'll get monstrous savings Uh-oh. on the Franklin line. Franklin 23. Scary low prices. The Franklin 40 and the Franklin 50. It's almost like Matthew wrote these. Uh, <laughs> points, um, the Franklins, they're all Liberty safes. That means made in the USA, transferable lifetime warranties. And as I and many others have said before me, the best built safes in the whole wide world. Now, Rich, the owner of a Maple Grove Lock and Safe, Rich has got himself a phone number, and he'd like it if he'd use it, 763-494-9075. But Kenny, uh, the guy on the web, on the podcast says, check out the uh, the website. That's a good one, maplegrovelockandsafe.com. The brick-and-mortar address where you'll go for the big Franklinstein safe sale is 6901 East Fish Lake Road in Maple Grove. The Franklin safes 23, 40, and 50 on sale through the 7th of November. MapleGroveLockandSafe.com. Bring that back up. Come on, I want to hear that song. Chris, oh. do you have uh, can happen? Uh, <laughs> the old uh, bit that the, yeah. the tape? Could you hit the button, please? Yep. Hello, Amu. Hello, this is Joe. No, yep. I'm Joe. You're Amu <laughs> Haji. Yes. Good. Pleased to meet you. And why, sir, are you known as the dirtiest man in the world? Can you hold, please? Please hold. Please yep. Hold. It's 13 uh, years ago. Do not come to the door. I'm doing interview. Yes. Come back later. Thank you for bread. Um, I'm back. Amu, why have you uh, not wanted to clean yourself up? I do not feel need to have shower right now. My skin is dark and uh, is okay. And uh, I am in Desga, Iran. This is the town of Desga, and the villagers are good to me. Have you ever had a girlfriend? No. Do you want one? Do you have any leads? <laughs> no. Uh, you'd have to clean up first. This is problem. Um, it says here that you had you have fears of getting sick from the water. I am afraid Iranian water is not uh, uh, mostly clear. You have you can you can get sick from uh, uh, drinking it, or uh, I believe to bathe in it, you make you sick. Mm-hmm. Now you had a have, have good life. The reason we're calling you in 2013 is that you had a a short documentary film about you called The Strange Life of Amu Haji. Yes, they come with uh, the camera and see where I sleep. I have a, a, a small house of brick. 
Mm-hmm. And it's 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 comfortable, but not it's it's uh, it, it is okay. There's a lot of trash around this place. All right. Thank you. Thank you for that interview. We'll talk to you later. Thank no, you. No, no. I have on to read poem to you. Poem? Poem. All right. I uh, I just I want to explain um, you might understand what I like and love. All right. Uh, this poem I love trash. Anything dirty or dingy or dusty. Anything ragged or rotten or rusty. Yes, I love trash. Here's some more rotten stuff. I have some newspaper, 13 months old. I wrap fish inside it. It's smelly and cold. But I wouldn't trade it for a big pot of gold. I love it because it's trash. You know who authored this poem? Who? I I do. Oscar the Grouch. Right. Uh, <laughs> Sesame Street. I didn't know you had that on TV, and I read. I know it. of. I there we. I have newspaper here, sir. Yes. So I I understand. In your custom, there are people who uh, li- are like me with trash. Right. You, uh, I have seen documentary. We call uh, them hoarders. Well, this was this was not hoarder. Uh, uh, Lamont, he uh, Lamont on the sh- uh, documentary surround himself with trash. All right, thank you, he lived, sir. He lived with his father. Right, thank you. You also know uh, uh, Snoopy. Yes. Yes, Big Ben. He's one of my heroes. Right, I can see that. Thank you very much, and good luck to you. Hey, uh, maybe I'll talk to you in the future. Maybe. All right, thank hey, you. Bye. And of course, hey. yes. Uh, if you are ever in Desgairan, you come to say hi. Okay, thank you. <laughs> good. Good. This is goodbye. Yes, it is. I will go now to find bread. Thank you. Yeah. All right. Uh, Bill Stein up in Aiken had a reverse. That uh, was our interview back in 2013. That was it from 2013. Then that's why we lost the show. We uh, <laughs> we've been saying, uh, "What are you going to do this weekend?" And people have been saying, "I'm going to can apricots." Well, Billy Stein tried it up in Aiken. Oh, how'd that go? Well, he said, "I've been following the conversation on ap- apricot canning. I realized that many of the people in the service industry must have industry must have taken the same course in salesmanship." Asking questions like, do you have big plans for the weekend? I love the GL answer. I'm going to be canning apricots. Recently, we have had a great new barbecue place open in Aiken. The food is great. It is run by a Marine vet and his wife and son. Great food and great people. His son runs the till and takes orders. He always asks if I have any big plans for the weekend. Yesterday, when he asked me his question, I thought, now's my chance. I replied, I'm going to be canning apricots. Much to my chagrin, he answered, apricots? My family loves apricots. My mom has a great recipe for apricot jam. Would you like it? Wow. Crestfallen, I now have a great recipe for apricot jam. So it kind of backfired on him. Should have kept his mouth shut. (laughs) Kind of backfired on him, didn't it? I want to hear more about the mom. Uh, Which mom? I have uh, two apricot trees. Where? I really love your peaches. I want to see you shake your tree. Yeah. I'm not going to do that. Nope. 
saving this. Did I screw that line up? You Downing did screw it up, yes. Know. I messed it up. Want to shake your tree, not shake see Shake your tree. See it, because it, it means, you know. <clears throat> uh, yeah. Downing wants us to know that the pumpkin patch under the Highland Water Tower is open today through Halloween. Today oh, through Halloween. Nice. Has okay. it opened during okay. the... Uh, I'll probably end up driving by him at some point. Has it opened during the, the week. I still have some floral stuff I need to drop off. Rook, to get ahead of the rush of the email. You more? Just two uh, Rubbermaid things. I won't, well, I, don't want him, I won't bring them to work. I don't want them. I don't want them. To yeah. get ahead of the rush of the email uh, inquiries that we're going to get, mm-hmm. <laughs> is that interview going to be available on the Garage Logic Town Council? No. I think we could stream that one. No. Uh, you there's still much. I, I, if I remember, you uh, you let him off pretty easy. You, yeah. You didn't I did. really. I did. Didn't really go into his I life did. that much. I did. That's fine. We'll just uh, leave. That May he there. rest in peace and never surface again. Well, he did die. I know. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I mean, may he never, you know. Oscar the Grouch. Only because they come to us <laughs> all the way from Marloth Park in Umpumalanga, South Africa. Uh, it's a park. Marloth Park. There you go. Yeah. From the traveling linemans. Uh On this day in 1950. <laughs> 1950. Uh, Joe, today is October 26th. Edward Calvin Kendall and Philip Showalter Hench, Mayo Clinic doctors, and Taddeus Reichstein, a Swiss doctor, were awarded the Nobel Prize in Medicine for their development of cortisone. Huh. Yep. Wow. Back in 1950. I bet that's what they named the shot after. Cortisone. On this day in 1960, <laughs> what happened in the local world of sports? 1960. Well, that has, has to be World Series related, right? No, because we didn't have the Twins. No, this would have been an All-Stars season. No. So, we were awarded. We were awarded a franchise. National Football League franchise. Wrong. Calvin Griffith oh. decided to move his Washington Senators to Minnesota, where the baseball team was renamed the Minnesota Twins. So that was on this day in 1960. So on October, what's today? 26th. On October 26th, 1960, we all learned that we were entering the major leagues of baseball, and they played as soon as the following spring. Mm-hmm. Question for you, Joe. Uh, I, I never made it to Met Stadium. You didn't? Oh, no, I, I, I didn't. Wow. Um, was it charming? Yes. It, it was doesn't a, one look, of the erector set era. It ballparks. doesn't look charming. It was charming because you were yeah. outside and it was, you know, you looked yonder and all you saw was farm fields. And, I was only in the outfield. I was never yeah. in the what, infield. What was uh, other than inside baseball sucks? Was there any other thought or talk of building another outdoor stadium? Just an upgrade? Yes. Yes. In fact, uh, one of the plans that preceded the. Uh, what the current football stadium is and the current baseball stadium was a kind of a Kansas city arrangement where you'd have a new football and new baseball out there next know. to each other. And you would have had parking and this and that and the other thing, but the, uh, the cultural trend shifted to more urban locations and multi-purpose yeah. venues. Yeah. Right. So right, there you have was it. such a, that was such a horrible baseball stadium. What? The dome. Oh, it was just terrible. Yeah. Dump. I wish someone wrote a book about it. Yeah. Well, there once was Met Stadium does did. not. I wrote it doesn't about look. Met Stadium. I, that's what I guess I meant. It doesn't sorry. look charming. In well, the there photos was. To me. You know, either did uh, Milwaukee County Stadium. Either did. They were basically uh, the same 
you know, the, the, the culture went through a period of what we call the erector set ballparks. And then you started to get the new ballparks. And then you had domes and then back to the new ballparks. Both Pittsburgh and Philadelphia are playing in relatively new ballparks, mm-hmm. but they're third generation ballparks. Right. In fact, Philadelphia they're... was Scheib Field and uh, Pittsburgh was Forbes Field. Then they okay. Pittsburgh right. went to okay. Riverfront Stadium. All right, okay, which All was right. multi-purpose. Okay. All right, that's enough. Philadelphia that's went enough. to Veteran Stadium, okay. which was multi-purpose. It was a yes or no question. You, you know, Kenny, if you go to Target Field now and you look at right field and you see those colored panels, that brings back memories of me and Joel. Yeah, remember they have colored this. panels outside the uh, outside the Met. So that always brings me a warm feeling whenever I see that. John, so. John did yes. you go? To, were you at the Met? Did yeah, we. I, for about three years in a row, my brother would take me down to see Yankees-Twins games in 66, 7, 8, 9, huh. right in that era. My memories of Met Stadium are the snow cone, the rainbow snow cone, and some moron always climbing up the, the uh, foul pole. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think that happened twice when I was at. Was it uh, your brother, Paul? Uh, it wasn't the poor. The poor was still pretty young. He maybe hadn't started his career yet. Uh, and Bob probably just uh, Bob probably had a couple of beers and and uh, just drove us back home. And uh, it was those were good memories, though. What was the name of the movie that was shot there during a Vikings game? I have a friend, actually Tom Ooh. Cook, the drummer drummer guy they call him, was an extra in that movie and in the crowd at Met Stadium. I'm unaware of a movie yeah. filmed at Met Stadium. Oh. Okay, been, can we be done now? There's a lot of Met Stadium All right. stories. Let's uh, let's go here. Calvin wondering how they're going to get a jet in. That Thank you, GLers. Yeah. Thank you, GLers. <laughs> we're not done with this day in history. Yeah, oh. we are. What, oh. what happened, Chris? What do you got? Into deep left center from Mitchell, and we'll see you tomorrow. Is that on this date? Thirty-one years ago, October twenty-fourth. We don't even start the World Series till Friday. No kidding. That well, has to be one of the two greatest sports moments in Minnesota sports history. What would the other one be? Well, them winning it the next yeah. night. Well, I right. think it was the year the Vikings won the Super Bowl. See, you, you just oh, wait. To, that's you right. Never mind. No. You just have to be a jerk. <laughs> Never Zinger. Mind. You know, he's got a lot of nerve this year talking, doesn't he, with his yeah. Packers. I tell you, they're pretty bad. Hey, let me tell you. Yeah, Aaron has nobody to throw to. Same thing with the Yankees, too, right? Royce yeah. Molly just sent out a tweet about 19 hours ago. Thank you, everyone, for all the very kind birthday wishes. I'm having a glass of great wine and thinking about 35 years ago today, what that meant to all of us and how we shared it together as a community. So that would have been the 87 win. Right. That's right. The same day you got a hole-in-one. No, that was October 22nd. Oh. No, October 25th. Yeah. Which, is, which is when he sent I, this. I got you, Ken. He sent this out yesterday. Is that it? Are we done? We done. We done here. Well, if you are not done, go to Pod MN and find out all sorts of baseball podcasts, I'm sure, that you can find in their library. That's Pod MN on your smartphone. And then when you sneak over to the YouTube page, subscribe to Garage Logic on the YouTube page. More importantly, Subscribe to the Garage Logic Council. Go to garagelogic.com. It's pennies on a dollar. It's $100 a year or 10 bucks a month. You well, do the math. Day, you really hate they want to. Yes, I do. I really do. <laughs> we got great stuff off here. Oh, hey, hey, wait. New Krabby Coffee Shop today. All right. Well, that's right. Yeah. Yep. It was a fun one. All right. Yeah, McClain was wound was up. Was Dawn on? Yes. Okay, then I'll tune in. 
Thank you. All right. Don't blame Once you. Once again, thanks, GLers. Check it out. Don't forget to. Hello, everybody. <laughs> oh, he's lighting up already. Hello, everybody. Ain't going to smoke themselves. I have the locksmith coming over at 2.15. I don't think your problem is a locksmith. Wouldn't it require an automotive uh, bringing, technician to go into the steering column? If you think I'm bringing it to a dealership. and uh, Hey, Emily uh, just bought. Uh, what do you have, an Odyssey or a Pilot? Pilot. Just got a Pilot. Did she? It's a great car. 2012 with 180,000 miles. It's gonna, I'm going to tell her rookie's good at 250,000. 253,000. Yep. And I do change the oil on that regularly. Well, that, that guy that wrote the email yesterday seemed like he knew what he was talking about. Yeah. Well, I looked at I looked it up online and it's the it's the mechanism you put the key in, they call them wafers. And if the wafers get a little rusted, they wafer need to, thin. Yeah. So I, I don't know. And I don't oh, is know your, is your key locking or it doesn't go in? Is that what's happening? I, I missed the it, beginning of the I, song. I can see. jiggle it in, but it won't turn. But He's it's trying to wiggle something's, it. something's just. Forced. I had that for about six months in my last Renegade, but it would eventually do it. So I'd have to you know, take me 15 seconds and then it right. would turn. Well, that ship has sailed. It's not accepting it. Hmm. Renegade by Sticks is a sweet tune. A renegade who had it made. The intro could we could speed that up a little. I can't bit. remember. You know, how, you know, this earthquake was made a big deal of yesterday in the Bay Area. Oh, it was. So, yeah. and, and the epicenter was San Jose. We didn't get anything from Stace. San Jose hosted the Vegas Knights last night in hockey, and the building was full. They didn't seem to be too worried about an earthquake. So there, I'm just telling you. All right. Lightsabers are... Oops. Oh, I love the beginning of this, Chris. Sorry. Can we can't play it? Oh, um, that was me. You're not oh, on right. the air. No, it doesn't matter. We oh. can't have it as part of this. It's the stupidest rule ever. Whoever's it's, listening. I know. Whoever's listening. It's the stupidest rule ever. Quit yelling at me about it. It's not my... I'm not yelling at you, Chris. I'm just saying... It's not your gall-dang fault. Gall-dang it. I just do what... I'm told by the people that signed my check. Oh, okay. I see. Uh-huh. Sure. Oh, I see. Uh-huh. Oh. Don't yell oh. at me. I'm ready for you. I know I've asked this before, but I need I know I've asked this before. Corroboration. Oh, mama. The the great bit from years ago on KQ, oh, the cash call a, in Brainerd. This is sure. WJJY. Was that bit. real? No, it's a bit. That was a bit? Yes. Okay. What? Why are you doing this it's to a me? a hell of a bit. Why are you doing this to me? Right now. Okay, the one with the deer crossing. Did you think that one was real too? I need a ambulance. I got news for you. Ninety percent of most morning show bits are all canned actors. I hate to pull the curtain back on that for people. Not but... back then, though. That was no. I can see that Brainer thing was real. Okay, pair of choppers. Pair of choppers. Yep. Are you gay? Yeah. <laughs> oh my lord! Hold on. Who we calling? Tommy B? No. He wouldn't answer. Tony? Yep. It's not important. We're getting to the freaking bottom. Oh, no, he's not answering. It's probably nap time. 
was actually probably. Stoned. I got to talk to Lily here pretty quick. Lily, Lily, Lily. Last name State. Last name Hammer. Lily Hammer. Your well, call get... has been forwarded. Just nope. to end a thing. Uh, <laughs> I told you I was ready for it. You started asking about cash call. Uh, two Senate races. Capital S. Involve two. Involve two. Clearly. Clearly. What's the word I want for Fetterman? Unstable? Yes. Mm, yeah. Clearly two unstable candidates. John Fetterman and Herschel Walker. You want a comma in there? Yeah. Sure. John, Throw one in. Is it J-O-H-N? J-O-H-N. Fetter. Two T's. Fetter. M-A-N or M-E-N? A-N. And Herschel. H-E-R-S-C-H-E-L. Walker. Didn't Herschel play for Georgia? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, hi. Oh, you done? No, no. Okay, I'll wait. <laughs> Were there examples of bias? Were there examples of bias? Yep. On the Star Tribune editorial page. Editorial page. Yep. Comma. Com well, oops, I spelled page wrong. Comma. How or as John Height pointed out, comma. Or as Johnny pointed out. Maybe not, period. Maybe not, period. Okay. Uh, John Height News. Johnny Height with Guitar News. And a great bit from 1923, no, 2013. <laughs> yeah, you can tell right away if those are going to work or not. Don't don't yeah. promote that. And I would pull it. <laughs> I would cut it if I were you. It's too late. I already edited the show. To well, the, it's and you posted it. No, don't uh, take my advice. Take my cut, advice. Cut, cut it. Save your career. <laughs> oh, it's not that bad. Yeah, uh -huh. it was. And no. I'm not ripping you, Rook. I'm just. It just wasn't there. there was, wasn't sometimes there. they are. Sometimes they're sometimes not. they're there. No, I'm not talking not. about the comedy aspect. I know what you're it. talking about. He's fine. No, what? he's not. What? Tell me. I've had this conversation with you many times off the air. Many times. And I'm not going to do it now while we're doing our second show. What I will say on our second show is the meeting is at 11 a.m. Your <laughs> appearance is mandatory. If you don't like that, you need to call the top, why the are, almost top boss. Why are we meeting before the show? Because you didn't answer the emails. Well, they know what time we do the freaking show. I am not. Thing? I'm not in the loop. Is that tomorrow? No, Friday. it's next Friday. A week from Friday. The fourth, yes. right? Yes. May oh. the fourth be with you. And, and, and so, where is it at? Uh, I didn't understand. No, that. we'll do that off the air too. Oh, we'll take care of that. It's not in the building. Off the air because I want to get this cleared up. <laughs> I am not the guy to ask. No, but I have something I want to ask you off the air. Johnny, will you please oh, send me? Will you please news send me stories? Uh, news stories, please. Surely, surely. Guys, we gotta we gotta have a few minutes. I'll this. kill the town council. No, can't do that, Joe. Meeting adjourned. <laughs> it is. <laughs> I second that notion. Yes. Meeting adjourned. It is. Emotion. What song is that? Me a lifetime second that emotion. I think you've no. come up with a great idea, though, Joe, for the set for these Some, private parties we're going to have. Something in motion. No, I, sec I, I second that emotion. We shouldn't Chris. be playing that Iranian bit that I'm unaware of. Off the air. 
Oh, mother, Other than mother. that it was horrible. Um, Maybe that there's no accounting oh, for taste. Mother. Maybe that. Uh, well, keep in mind, people's c- comedic value was different in 2013. Very true. That was that Very was nine true. years old. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I love how you said, well, this is why we're talking to you in 2013. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, let's go here. Kill this thing. Uh, we're going to take a phone call. I got a, uh, I got a, I got to do this. Oh, I'm going to, I'm going to put that Twitter thread from Jim Schultz. You guys got to read it. It's pretty good. You won't. But how can I read it? Go to our website. Uh, yes. You got to watch the videos though, because the there's a video. Great? They're attached to everyone. Yeah, I only Aren't watched the first three. Yeah, I haven't gotten through all of them yet. But it's it completely exposes Ellison. Well, to yeah, what no a shock. Yeah, Friday is no shock. Saint Cloud man fatally shot coworker who rejected his advances. Hmm. Oh, that's not a good idea. No. Okay, take hmm. us off. I got to go email somebody to tell Joe, me I ain't doing lunch. Joe, Joe, Joe. What? You didn't talk about it on the podcast. Taylor Swift dropped another LP. Well, that was last week. CD. Come on. Come on. How come Kenny. we haven't talked about that? All right. I bye, heard. Town Council. Bye, Town Council.